Welcome to Happiness and Inside Job. This is episode 34, Resisting versus Allowing Emotion. And I'm your host, Connie Atkinson. Happiness and Inside Job is the go-to resource for Christian parents wanting to effectively communicate with teenage and young adult children utilizing powerful life coaching skills. What if I told you your children don't need to change anything in order for you to have a fulfilling relationship with them? You can change everything about your relationships with others by merely changing the way you think about them. Imagine the power you find when you stop depending on others for change and you create the change. Suddenly, you stop being the victim and you become the hero of your life. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys, and thanks for joining me each week. Really, this is so fun for me to have this opportunity to tell you all the things I've been learning. So one fun thing I got to do this week is after recording that podcast last week on rejection and how to deal with rejection, I was invited to speak to a network marketing team. And this is a pretty big team and a pretty successful team. And yet they deal with rejection. They deal with how to keep going when they don't feel like it. And we had an awesome opportunity to really take a look at mindset and where that gets you in your life. You know, we, one of the things we talked about is that a business never grows faster than the person leading it. That's a really interesting point to ponder. If you really sit and think about it for a minute, honestly, as you build your business, you are becoming the person that's going to lead your future business, right? You're learning how to deal with rejection. You're learning how to manage people. You're learning how to work with purpose. You're learning how to manage your time and really stick to a schedule. You learn what marketing techniques work and don't work. You learn what people management skills work and don't work. And you really settle into the mindset that propels you forward. Now, one aspect. I know we talk about taking advice from your future self a lot, but imagine for a minute that your future self is your boss. What is your future self going to tell you to do right now to really build your business? Now, so often in life, we are planting seeds. Now, at times we plant those seeds and at times we harvest. Of course, harvesting is always more fun, but the need to plant is no less important. So that's what a lot of the people in this network were talking about, how sometimes those planting seeds is such a labor of love to go out and do that thing every day that you don't want to do, that you have to kind of force yourself to do. And how a lot of times once you just get up and start doing it, it's actually fun. You actually have fun meeting new people and explaining what you do and how you can work together as a team. Now, sometimes in life coaching, people have the erroneous idea that you don't have to deal with negative emotion because you can just change your thought and work yourself out of it. Now, that couldn't be less true because understanding your negative emotion is really important in helping you move forward and helping you understand why you want to move forward, right? Now, I'm going to talk a second about negative emotion in terms of food. Uh, During the month of August, there was a group of us I just put an invitation out there on Instagram and said, I'm going to the whole month of August with no sugar. Who wants to join me? And a bunch of people did. And I worked really hard to 
not only stop eating sugar, but to really understand my emotions around sugar, right? So the tricky thing about refined sugar is that it artificially spikes your insulin levels. So not only do you have highs and lows and it, it creates more food cravings, and let's be honest, it's highly addictive. So when you have a little bit of sugar, or I'll just speak for myself, when I have a little bit of sugar, it's really easy to just go crazy. So I really wanted to understand my emotions around sugar and around food. Part of what I do is weight coaching. And when I'm weight coaching somebody, one of the most common things I hear is, all right, what is the fastest way to get this weight off? Because I can't live like this forever. So common for people to say that. And I understand. I get that. We get in habits and we feel like, if we can have these habits where we're eating refined flour and refined sugar and we're maintaining a high weight, we think that we, if we get down to a low weight, we can go back to the way that we were eating and that we could maintain that weight. It just doesn't work like that. We know from all the mindset training that we've been doing that it's about mindset. If you want to be successful in a business, you need to figure out how successful people think, feel, and act to get those results that they want. Same thing with being thin. If you want to be at your ideal weight, you need to figure out how you are going to think, feel, and act when you're there. And it's the same thoughts, feelings, and actions that are going to get you there as that are going to keep you there. So if what we're doing is going on a diet so that we can lose some weight, and then the minute we hit our goal weight, we go back to eating the way we were, our weight is going to follow right behind, right? So my primary goal that I was tracking with the help of friends was not eating refined sugar. My secondary goal, and equally as important to me, was truly understanding my emotions. Now, of course, sometimes my brain is going to say, feed me that. I want that. And for the most part, I did a really great job of resisting that. Now, I'm going to be brutally honest here. And there was a day when my daughter's friend who works at a gourmet bakery, French pastry shop, she brought us the end of night stuff, literally three boxes of yummy, yummy food, right? So my brain told me lots of stories about this food. First of all, it was 1030 at night. I was done eating for the night or I was supposed to be done. I decided to be done. And then these pastries show up and my brain is telling me lots of things all the way from that is your favorite pastry, Connie, and it's free. And it was also telling me things like, look at this. There's all these things and you can sample all of them and you don't even have to buy them. Now, if I went to the store, I'd have to settle on one and try that. And hopefully that's my favorite because I paid for it and I'm stuck with it, right? Now, when I had one, my thought was, I've lost my point for the day. So anything I want to eat, I should just eat it right now. Get all the way and just be done. So it's late at night. I'm eating this garbage until midnight, right? Because my thought is, I won't eat it tomorrow. Then the next day comes and it's still there. Now, the honest truth, and I, and I gave in again, I'll be honest. So those were the two days during the month of August that I lost my point for the day. But the lesson that I learned was so much more important than earning that point. 
wasn't it interesting that my brain told me these fictional stories that were garbage, right? So the truth is, that is my favorite French pastry. There's one of them that's my favorite, and I really love it. Now, the reason they were brought to my house and dropped off, first of all, she's really kind, and I really appreciate the gesture. Second of all, they were a little bit old, and they weren't fresh enough to sell, which is why the employees were allowed to take them home. So when I got off the sugar high and I was able to take a minute and process what happened with my prefrontal cortex, then I was able to understand, okay, would it have been better? I actually really like fresh, yummy food. If I really wanted that special pastry, what if I decided ahead of time, tomorrow that's going to be my lunch, and I'm going to go and I'm going to get a fresh one, and I'm just going to sit and enjoy it. There's a point when you're trying so many of these different pastries, you can't even remember what each one tasted like, right? And then, I don't know about you, but especially when I've broken the sugar addiction, when I eat sugar, I literally have the biggest headache. So I felt terrible. I thought that I was having fun, and I thought this was going to be such a fun thing to just sit down with my girls and try all this fun food and talk about what was our favorite, and it was kind of an experience. At the time, it seemed like a fun family activity, and later, I was just disappointed. I was disappointed that I hadn't kept the goal that I had made to myself, and I was disappointed that I went so crazy. So... This is an important thing to understand. When we're, there's a huge difference between resisting an emotion and just allowing an emotion, right? When we are resisting an emotion, imagine that you've got a huge beach ball full of air and you're taking that ball and you're shoving it under the water and you're just holding it there, right? Kind of like me having this goal that I am going to resist every bit of sugar that comes my way during the month of August. So when I lost a grip on that beach ball, it just came flying up, which it came flying up in the form of two days of completely uncontrolled eating, me stuffing my face. In fact, my daughter who works at Cold Stone, I'm like, hey, Ashy, I've already broken my diet. You want to go get me some of that peanut butter perfection? And she did. And I ate it. As if I hadn't already eaten enough sugar, I just kept adding insult to injury. And I'd like to add to that, and it's okay. Sometimes it's okay to make a mistake and just sit with it for a minute. I love the metaphor of just dancing with the emotion. Like, spend a little time with it. Figure out how you're feeling and why, and really learn from it. Some people just think with the life coaching skills, we should just snap out of that negative emotion right away. You know what? The middle of the month on the 14th and 15th, when I ate like an uncontrolled savage pig, I wanted to just sit there and feel disgusted with myself for a minute. And then I danced with the idea for a minute. Why did I do that? What were the thoughts that I had that led to that feeling of, I've got to have it right now, that, like, that desperation, like I got to, once I could truly understand my thoughts, then I could understand the feeling and the actions. Of course, I took those actions based on the thought that I was having, 
which is it's free. If I eat this later, I'm going to have to pay for it, right? And I can sample everything. I had all these thoughts that my brain was telling me, but because I just spent some time dancing with that emotion, or you can call it a mistake if you want, but I actually call it a lesson. I learned so much about me and my relationship with food by making that decision. So, so often when our kids fall and scrape their knees, our gut reaction as parents is to say, oh, you're okay, you're okay, let's rub that off, let's wipe it off, we'll get you a Band-Aid, you're okay, right? We as parents don't really like it when other people are sad, especially our kids. We just want to get in there and fix it. At our house, we spend a lot of time with guy stories, right? Oh my word, I have stories that you would not believe. And sometimes we just sit around and we compose text messages that we will never send. But as we do that, as we talk about things, as we laugh about things, as we cry about things, it's kind of our way of dancing with that emotion, the pain of that relationship not working out or it being a really awful date or it, it being a really good date for him and you're just not feeling it, whatever it is. When you can spend some time and truly just dance with that emotion, get to know it, figure out what it means and what your thinking is that created that emotion that is then driving this action. So often, we're just resisting, right? We're just holding that ball under the water instead of truly understanding it, okay? Let's, now let's talk about that in terms of our businesses, right? So many of us have career dreams, right? Or we're trying to build a business. We have dreams and things that we want to do, and yet we have feelings and actions and thoughts that are not driving us where we want to go. They're not creating the results that we want. But instead of just trying to push that emotion away, if we can just dance with it, understand it, I get it. You don't want to go do that thing that you need to do, right? If you've got a Facebook ad that you've got to get out, why don't you want to do it? There's some stories that you're probably telling yourself, just like I told myself stories with that food, right? Maybe the story is, I don't know how to do it, or none of my other ads have converted. How do I do this? Or how do I do a Facebook Live video that people are going to get really excited about and are it's going to generate some activity and some hype? How am I going to get some attention to what I'm doing? My friends, the biggest thing is just to do it. Get up and do that one thing that you don't want to do because by doing it, you can conquer your fear. But first, understand the fear. Literally, just spend some time with it. What is your brain telling you? Is it telling you, I don't know how to do it. I have too much to do. There's no way I can do this. I just need to get somebody else to do it. Literally, your business is never going to grow faster than you grow. In order for you to be able to really launch your business, you need to really understand where you're at, right? First of all, understanding where you're at, where you're on the bottom rung of that ladder is really going to help you to empower somebody else when you're helping somebody else get started, right? There's a reason why you want to do this. What is it? What is your power thought that is your driving force behind 
why you want to do it. Honestly, whether you're building a business, whether you're parenting children, whether you're trying to lose weight, why do you want to do it? My big why behind being my ideal weight and eating healthy is because I want to feel good. When I'm filling my body with garbage, I don't know about you, but I get this headache that originates in the top of my neck and it spreads to the bottom of my head. And I just have this terrible headache all of the time because of the garbage I'm putting in my body. But the second I start eating clean, that headache goes away. So sometimes I actually do really want a little bit of sugar and I'm willing to deal with the headache in order to have that sugar. So it's a conscious decision that I've made, right? Now, sometimes we just want to go to lunch with our friends instead of keeping our commitment to ourselves with our business. And that's okay. It's a decision that you make, but whatever decision that you make, I just ask that you make it intentionally. Understand what your thoughts are and what feeling they're creating and the actions that they're driving so that you're living an intentional life and not just haphazardly having things happen to you. I didn't just accidentally eat all that food. My brain made a conscious decision to do it. And then I made a conscious decision for the rest of my the month to keep the commitments to myself and truly eat in a way that fuels my body in a healthy way. Now with our children, this is kind of tricky because I don't know about you, but mama bear comes out when my kids get hurt, right? When something happens and they're feeling sad, I just want to cry with them. There's nothing wrong with that. Get on the floor, cry with them. I have a daughter. Oh my word, I came, still came and talk about this, but she's in Tonga. I miss her like crazy. That girl, everybody who knows Megan knows that she lights up a room, right? We, she recently had a birthday, and I was just kind of sad that she was gone. Now, because I was missing her and it was her birthday, I decided to make a post on Facebook about how much I missed her and loved her. And I just said, hey, if anybody wants to say happy birthday to Megan, please just leave a comment and we'll read them to her when she calls. People were so kind. One fellow missionary mom said, my son says she's amazing and he never throws out insincere compliments. So I know she truly is. Another missionary mom says, yeah, my son says the same things. Quote, happiest sister in the mission. Okay, the compliments just go on and on. All the people that reached out and said something kind. And it was so nice. Truth is, I'm a mom. My daughter was having a birthday, and she is about as physically far from me as she possibly could be. It was okay for me to be sad. It was okay for me to remember all the good things about her and all the reasons why I love her. And it was okay for me to listen to some of the reasons why other people love her so much. And then I could be so grateful that she is where she is and she's doing what she's doing because I know that she is not going to come home the same Megan. And that is even better. Okay, I'm going to stop crying. (laughs) So me resisting That feeling of being sad would have been like me just putting on a happy face and trudging through the day, right? Me allowing that emotion of feeling sad allowed me the opportunity to just miss her. And I even put it out there on Facebook and people could miss her with me, right? It's okay 
to mourn with those that mourn and comfort those that stand in need of comfort. Now, I didn't stay there. I'm not still depressed and crying two days later. I'm grateful for my daughter. I'm grateful for all of the people that showed kindness to her while I wasn't able to. And she was a little bit sad too to not be with her family. And then she thought, you know what? I get one birthday in Tonga. I'm going to make it the best Tongan birthday I can. And she did. She really did. Okay, let's talk about resisting versus allowing emotions with going back to food. When I'm resisting emotion, it's like I'm going on a diet, right? I tell myself I am absolutely not eating this, 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 and this. I'm only eating this at this time and this other thing at another time. That's resisting. That is going on a diet. That is following a strict regimen until I get the weight off. Now, allowing is creating a lifestyle that's sustainable. It's understanding your emotions. Okay, so I understand I just ate like a pig, but let's think about why I did it and what did I learn from it and why do I want to or not want to do that again in the future? Now, when I was able to just really dance with that experience and understand it, I was able to understand that, no, I don't actually want to do that. What I want to do is really make decisions with my prefrontal cortex, plan for it, right? If there's chocolate sitting on my counter, do I really want to just eat it? Now, let's be realistic. If there's a bowl of M&Ms sitting out on your counter, which some of you have that, how many hands have been in there, right? How many germs are in there? And if you were making a decision, an intentional choice to have some chocolate, are M&Ms what you would choose? Or would you go to the store and get something really yummy? Like mine would be probably a really yummy chocolate bar with hazelnuts in it. I don't know. I really love hazelnuts. But I'm going to plan for it and I'm going to go get exactly what I want. Same thing with the pastries. If I want a pastry, it's okay. I'm going to write that into my protocol. I'm going to plan for it, and I'm going to eat it, and I'm going to eat a fresh one. And I'm going to eat one because more isn't always better. Isn't that funny? We think if some is good that more is going to be better. No, no, no. Because that night I was sick, my friends. I was really, really sick. So, If there's a special treat that I want, some ice cream that I want, it's okay, but I'm going to plan for it and I'm going to understand my emotions. Same thing with your kids. What if we just sit down and really help them understand their emotions? I just had somebody tell me, okay, my son is really negative. I hear that about husbands too, right? My husband's really negative. Okay, is he? I don't know. I mean, he said something and the way you interpreted it was that it was negative. But is it really? Is that really true? Is that really the way they meant it? Or is it just the thought that you had about a statement, which is a circumstance and is totally neutral until you have a thought about it? Now, if my husband says something that I interpret to be negative, I can ask him questions like, so what did you mean by that? Because I kind of interpreted it this way, but is that really the way you intended it? Um, And by me asking questions, it helps me to just allow that emotion in me that says he's negative, right? 
But if I can understand where he's at and what he's thinking, it really helps me to not react and act in a way that I'm not proud of. Okay, let's talk for a second about who has never been irritated or angry, right? But if we just let that irritation or that anger fester, it's like holding that ball under the water, my friends. And you know when you're irritated or angry and you're not processing it, you're not allowing it, you're just resisting it, that is eventually going to come roaring to the top of the water and probably in the form of screaming and yelling on your part. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm not real proud of myself when I act like that. So if I can just take a minute and understand why am I irritated and would it be just as easy for me to feel something else, to think something different so that I feel something different? But truly taking a minute to understand where you're at and why is a game changer, my friends. So my challenge to you this week is to stop resisting your emotions. You're good. You're totally normal. You're living a complete human existence. Don't make yourself bad and wrong for acting in a way that you're not proud of. Just process it. Understand it. Use it as a lesson. What can you learn about yourself? I love, I love the intentional thought, there's nothing I can't learn. There's nothing I can't figure out. As I'm building my business, if I can take each perceived setback as a lesson and say, oh, isn't that interesting? And I think this is the lesson that I can learn. What about when I'm eating healthy? If I can take each setback and just learn from it so that I can create a lifestyle that's sustainable, not a diet, but a healthy lifestyle that I can live for the rest of my life. What if you're not in a hurry? What if I just let it take as long as it needs to take? I will be at my ideal weight when I have reached the mindset, really tuned in to my thoughts, feelings, and actions around food and around a healthy lifestyle, and I will be at my ideal weight exactly when I'm ready to be there, exactly when I can stay there for the rest of my life. Okay, same thing with parenting, you guys. It applies to everything. If I can just understand my emotions, sometimes I treat people in a way that I'm not proud of. And guess what? I have an opportunity to learn from that. Sometimes the way I've acted in a way that I'm not proud of is towards my kids. I mean, they're the people that I should be the kindest to, my kids and my husband. Guess what? I believe that I can become that person. I be believe there is no dream, no goal that I have that I can't accomplish. Sometimes my dreams feel impossible. Today, I found a quote by Walt Disney and I posted it on my Instagram. If you're not following my, me on my Instagram, you definitely need to. It's Connie Coaching. That's my handle name. So look for me at Connie Coaching. But this quote that I found, it says, it's a Walt Disney quote, and it says, it's kind of fun to do the impossible. I'm telling you, mindset is everything. When your mindset is, it's kind of fun to figure out how to be successful at this business. It's kind of fun to figure out how to not yell at my kids and be irritated with my husband. It's kind of fun to figure out how I can eat 
a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. All right, I've talked way longer than I normally do, but I am so passionate about this. My friends, feel your feelings. It's okay to be irritated. It's okay to be angry. And it's okay to sit there and take a minute to truly understand your feelings. Your feelings are not wrong. And from everything, there is a lesson to be learned. So figure out what that lesson is, and I will see you next week. If you're not following me on Instagram, you are missing out. Get over there and follow me. I also send out a weekly email, so make sure you don't miss out on anything. Go to my website, www.happiness-insidejob.com and give me your email address. That way you don't miss out on anything. Our September ThoughtWorks group is in full swing. And if you didn't get in before the doors closed, make sure you get in early for October. Big things are happening and we are taking massive action to reach our goals and to live intentionally. I love you all and I will see you next week.